Hey, what's up, everybody? Um, this is Terry Oz. How you doing? Let's talk hoops with Coach Oz. Uh, today's guest is going to be Kelly Oubre Sr. Uh, if you've heard the name, Kelly Oubre Jr. is his son, uh, plays in the NBA. So we're just going to talk about um, just the life uh, of a parent who's, you know, whose son is in the NBA. Um, he started at working at, 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 at Granger and then UPS and kind of built his own um, conglomerate. And now he's an agent. So I just wanted to talk about that. It's a pretty cool journey. Uh, so it should be a great, great interview. Great rig show. So looking forward to it. Talk to you soon. All right, Mr. Ubre. first of all, thank you so, so much for uh, taking the time. I know you're busy, um, but I, I've, I've been I've been honored. To, I, I've been excited about about just being able to have have you on. Um, just wanted to just talk about just introduce you to everybody. Um, this is Lex, Let's Talk Hoops to Coach Oz. This is our this is our 30th show. So, again, thank you so much for uh, for taking the time. But I want you to kind of take us through the journey. How did you start from Granger? So now you have your own conglomerate, you're a public speaker, uh, board member, and you, you're all these successful things. Um, for, for, for a man that came from those beginnings, how, tell, tell us how that story starts. Yeah, I can't start with Granger without starting with UPS. UPS uh, as well, yeah. UPS first, part-time. Got there, looked around, said, you know what, this is nice. Got a full benefit package, but I'm only making 130 bucks a week part-time. So what else can I do? So I started thinking. I was right there in the, uh, I guess, what do they call the industrial district in Harahan, Louisiana, where UPS was. So uh -huh. a couple of my friends were doing doubles, one at UPS, one at, one at uh, WW Granger. And uh, I asked him about it. He says, hey, will you come on over, do the application thing. I would put the good word in for you because I, I was a good employee. I did my job. And, you know, I was always trying to find more because, you know, unload, I'm sorry, what was it? Yeah. Unload wasn't enough for me. I wanted to do unload and preload. So I was going to piece something together here. <laughs> uh, but uh, that wasn't always available at UPS. So I had to find something full time that I could go to right after I left uh, UPS. So Granger mm -hmm. popped up. You know, I was luckily I didn't realize it at the time. I look back on it and says, you know, what? I work for two Fortune, not only 500, but probably one of them was Fortune 100 companies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hundred at the same time. So business acumen ding 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 um <laughs> i was like okay didn't have my degree yet mm -hmm. I, I started school prior to my ups uh, uh endeavor but there's something called corporate reimbursement i'll touch on that a little later mm -hmm. that i tapped into when i became a driver so i was ambitious by that time kelly was born okay so mm -hmm. i had to make it happen no excuses i don't yeah, make yeah. excuses i don't listen to them i don't want to hear it one of my 48 laws is avoid the unhappy and the unlucky. Everybody's yeah. going to test to that. And quite frankly, it might sound mean, but I really don't have time for the pity party because I got stuff to do. And there you go, bro. <laughs> call me and you need a solution. Let's talk about it. Let's work on it. I might have to sleep on it. But as far as uh, me brewing in that stew with you, it's not going to, I can't brew for long. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you know, um, I don't know. People normally don't leave with the Granger question, but you know what? I love it because I was able to experience uh, back of the house, warehouse, mm -hmm. and front of the house when I transitioned to the front counter. Now, business was happening all around me because we serviced. If, if people who don't know, Granger's an uh, industrial equipment corporation. Yep. We service federal, state, and local uh, government with contracts 
and everything was PO driven. So mm. drivers would, 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 would have an order placed. They'd mm -hmm. come by, pick them up. We'd go over the orders, check them. We'd know specs about it. And if anybody doesn't know what Granger's catalog looks like, it may have been streamlined over the years, but it's like a big thick Bible almost. Yep. And uh, it would, it, let me just say, it would behoove the employees to know a little bit about everything. Yeah, no, you have to, you have to. You <laughs> and have not, to. not put that master's hat on because some of those contractors or some of those guys who have been with these, these major firms or these, these plant management firms or Avondale shipyards, they could school you on what amperage or horsepower a motor could really handle under rigorous situations. So it's best to, <laughs> and, and you're talking about cutting your teeth. I thought UPS was regimented with the structure and the time studies, and it should take me 17 seconds to turn my truck off, grab my pack, or take my seatbelt off, uh, stand up, turn to the right, open the door, get my package and be on the ground in 17 seconds. Wow. It's called UPS time study. And oh, I didn't know that. I wasn't, I wasn't I wasn't in the military, but it was rigorous training daily. And if you didn't gain favor with upper management, you know, technically, if you don't follow those specific guidelines, I could give you a warning letter. And if you if I'm riding around following you all day in my car and you don't see me and I'm documenting your movements. And I got my watch right there to time whether it took you 17 seconds or 20 seconds. Technically, you're in violation if it took you 20 seconds. Time is money, huh? <laughs> With them, time was money. And I greatly look back and I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, that couple with at the same time, uh, Granger, just putting it all into perspective at the time. Um, it forced me to be bigger, better, faster, and stronger every day and want more with seeing how big, big business operated in, in, at various stages. Um, uh, Lean Six Sigma Yellow Belt certified during the mid 90s really played a part in my, my uh, maturation in big business because what uh, Lean Six Sigma is, it's a model that speaks to um, production management. Mm -hmm. Let me give you an example for every, uh, let's say every thousand widgets produced, they're trying to get their errors down to maybe one or two errors per thousand or hundred thousand. So we're talking damn near perfect. Yeah. And if it's not, we're trying to get as close to perfect as possible. And this was an international model, not just a national model that was already big in China, Germany, uh, Japan, uh, in, in large, where where quality meant a lot because we're talking back when when uh, electronics were big coming out of Japan you know how that was yeah oh yeah everybody wanted a Sony Walkman yep they did and and had one <laughs> and had one and you didn't hear about a lot of the competition out there because they crushed the competition mm -hmm. because of their business acumen and their their attention to detail so. Um, that was so much, uh, uh, somewhat of the Granger experience. Um, I could talk about Granger all day, like I could talk about UPS all day. But I think the parts they played in my life, especially when my son was born, it helped me focus mm -hmm. and realize that, you know what, the world is more round, not flat. And the world has to be conquered. And regardless of what baggage we bring to these, 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 uh, these, careers slash jobs, however you want to look at them, 
we have to be sharp at all times and want to push and want more and not be pigeonholed or succumb to the uh, racial dynamics mm-hmm. Amen. that could be built in, you know, and whether they're built in or not, we can't use that as a crutch as we persevere as so many who succeeded before us have done. So let's just pull some of those positives out and not harp on the negatives and grow from there. Wow, that's powerful. So you, you, you wrote a, a book, uh, Pain to Power. What, what was the motivation behind that? And what, well, what technically the book won't be out until December, 2021. Mm-hmm. And Pain to Power pretty much documents some of the things along the way that I foresaw, well, I, I'm sorry, I saw as being painful to me. Well, let me just say it was painful, but I'm kind of, uh, I'm kind of from Louisiana, I'm from New Orleans. So I got, I kind of like, I got an alligator skin. So yeah, you know, it may, the, the mosquito bite may have seemed painful, but you know what, you know, just knock it off and keep going. Yeah. So <laughs> the pain, yeah, the, the pain, dirt off your shoulders by Jay-Z. So the pain, I don't know, man. It, it was just strange because I didn't allow a lot of it to affect me, even though I was in the midst of it or going through it. So I kind of didn't recognize it as pain until my latter years because I see a lot of people that that can't navigate through the business aspects into the world of sports and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So uh, strangely enough, I had to look back and realize, you know what, that was a tough time, but my mindset was so that I was going to persevere regardless of how tough it got. So as I look back, let me give you a hypothetical. Um, I could consider pain being having transitioned from New Orleans to Houston because of Katrina. Mm -hmm. But immediately when I got there within the first week, I looked around and I had to enroll Kelly in school. Uh, My marriage was, you know, kind of shaky coming from New Orleans, but you know, this was my, my, my defining moment to solidify my place in a, on, on, on foreign soil along with my family. So a lot of things got tested in that moment, that, that, that two, three weeks, that, that month, that two months, a lot of things got tested yeah. and some things didn't make it. Mm-hmm. But I had to make damn sure that me and Kelly were the ones that were standing in the end because my marriage didn't survive past the first month. Mm-hmm which was okay with me at the time. He didn't understand it, but um, the biological connection between he and my wife at the time wasn't, it, w- it was formulating. So, plus he was fourth grade. He just knew that he wanted to have fun and I had to make sure he had fun on foreign soil. Right. Now, I could look at that as being painful if I succumbed to that, but I also looked at, 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 at that as something I had to make happen no matter how painful it was. So here we were, you know, we're riding together on this thing. I'm taking odd jobs because I, at that point I had opted to resign from UPS because I saw opportunity. You're talking about stepping out on blind faith. I saw opportunity in Houston, whereas I didn't see opportunity for 10 to 20 more years in New Orleans. Wow. And here we are 16 years removed from Katrina and New Orleans is still woefully lacking in certain areas, yeah. especially when it comes to education of the young. So had I walked back into that hornet's nest, I would have known that Kelly pretty much would not have had much of a future um, like he's experiencing now. So yeah. I had to basically reinvent myself and 
piece some stuff together, but make it happen. So I think the benefits of that, that pain at the time kind of got trumped by the fact that I was in a, a, a necessitative mode. It wasn't so much the pain of it. It was the necessity of it and a success that was going to come from me putting my nose to the grindstone and working my butt off and not looking for the uh, pity party or the five mile trip back down I-10 to mm-hmm. New Orleans as my saving grace. Wow. Wow. Now you, you talk about Kelly, obviously um, people that if they don't know your son, Kelly Oubre Jr. is in the NBA, uh, mm-hmm. played collegiate basketball. Uh, I, I'll ask you this because, you know, you've, you went through both dynamics of it, of Kelly getting recruited to a, a major D1 school to now transfer into the NBA. What was the process like for you guys picking a, a college that you knew would fit his skill set? Well, I'm glad you said picking a college because <clears throat> as I navigated my way through the summer ball waters, the middle school and the high school waters of Houston, Texas, I knew that uh, I had to be sharp. I had to be mm-hmm. I had to be cutting edge and I couldn't look around too much for guidance because in this business, what you don't know can cost you greatly. Uh, especially to those that do know, because they, you know, can use that yeah. as, as knowledge and leverage and to incorporate situations like the Hegelian dialectic in which they can set a stage for you to walk right into, mm-hmm. show you their value and keep you indebted for the rest of your natural life or your sons or your athlete or your diamonds natural life, unbeknownst to you that it was a setup the whole time. Yeah, wow. So I circumvented that with gaining the knowledge on my own by just being observant, being humble, making the necessary sacrifices and understanding that I meant the word no when I said no to Mr. Uber, is there anything you need? No, I'm good. See, cause I know what a pound of lunch meat is and a loaf of bread. Mm-hmm. and a can of soup. So I didn't need a steak dinner. I didn't need you to help me with the light bill. Yeah. I didn't need my car note paid. Yeah. You know, if it's running, it might be smoking, but you know what? It's running. Yep. So, Amen. you know, so I wasn't, there was no, to this day, I have not arrived. And, man, and brother. I, yeah. I, Mr. Ubre, amen. I love that. Yeah. Arrived where again? Where are we arriving to? I mean, yeah. you know, I'm still, you know, and, and there's this false sense of arrival. I'm not going to be sitting, sitting, waiting uh, mm. to be hailed and showered. As a matter <laughs> of fact, I normally I'm very weary of flatterers, especially in certain settings, because that's normally a go to move by somebody who do- hadn't done their research, mm-hmm. assuming that they know you based off what they've read. Right. So I'm very weary of flatterers. You're a good dad. You're a good this. You're a good that. Now, in certain circles. I don't have a problem with that. But when it's a constant and that's the only go-to every time I see you, yeah. Like, man, what you want? Yeah, yeah. There's there, there there's some hidden there's some hidden agenda behind that. So yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. Let's talk, you know, and and I was talking to everybody the other day. You know, I'm very leery uh, about men who don't talk about their own kids and only want to talk about mine all the time. Yeah. And they don't understand. You know, a lot of guys, I can I've talked to guys for years and they never bring up their kids one time. See, I love my kids. I, I tell my wife, I said, I may not be a good husband. I'm a great daddy. I, I, I've got a son that's playing college basketball, one that's a sophomore. And uh, my wife and I have a, a, a six-year-old that he just turned six. And we have a blended family. It's like, 
I, I just, I, I love being a dad. I mean, I, I didn't have my dad in my life, but I made sure I was there for my kids. And this less, it's the one thing I, I just, I, and, and I hear when you talk about Kelly, it's like, you, you're so proud to be his dad. Yeah. Uh, and to me, that, that's, that's, that's the best job in the world, man. It's the best job in the world. It is, you know, it's funny because in Houston and, you know, I don't have to play the name game, but I, a millionaire, I'm sorry, a quote unquote millionaire. Mm-hmm. I'll leave the quotes, you know, air quotes out there. Because <laughs> um, everybody's a millionaire if you can't check their financials, right? Yeah. <laughs> or a billionaire, right? <laughs> so so uh, I ain't in that category, bro. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but, you know, you know, I don't know. I mean, you know, you know, you know how it goes. But, you know, the guy asked me, he says, does Kelly appreciate everything you do for him? And I thought about it for one second. I says, yes, he does. And I smiled and he didn't ask any more questions after that. And as I had grown to know him over time, I realized that all he was in his own household was an open wallet. Hmm. And I was like, I've taken all your perceived millions off the table by the fact that I'm a strong daddy, haven't I? Mm-hmm. Therefore, your position of power that you're normally, you normally go to for those around you doesn't work with me. Mm. The money doesn't matter here. You want what I got, don't you? You want the fact that I'm a daddy that you can't seem to, to, to wrap your head around in that I'm not for sale mm-hmm. to be compromised so you can get gain gain an inroad. But if I if I never allow you into my world, you work for me, don't you? So I think over time he may have figured that out yeah, because yeah. He, in, in a matter of speaking, Kelly was the one that got away from him. Because he, no matter what he tried, and I when I say he sent, he, he threw the kitchen sink at the situation, he got down to using his own sons to try to crack the nut or gain favor. And because of what he was subconscious, well, what he was consciously doing to me <clears throat> was he was positioning his kids or putting them in a position to capitalize off young athletes that he had compromised along the way. So they would have a money stream long-term. So I picked up on that very, very early. And I always kept him in a position of needing me, never me needing him. Amen. So I I think the benefits of that is if if, if we want to dig deep into uh, pain points to PowerPoints, not compromising yourself along the way. That's mm-hmm. how you avoid the pain points. Uh, maintain your, your stronghold as daddy or trusted advisor every step along the way, not sometimes. Because when you get tired, if I have ulterior, if I have an ulterior motive, I can slide in on you. Mm-hmm. I can paint a very clear rosy picture and drop a couple of dollars that probably aren't mine, but are funneled from somebody. I can be the middleman. If I don't have the means, I can funnel from a third party that you'll never see. But keep in mind, once you do that, you have to answer the red phone in the corner Mm -hmm. when it rings because now you're indebted to that situation probably for the rest of your life and your young athlete or diamond is gonna experience the indentured servitude, you know, driven by you because you know you have to answer those calls. You know you have to fend off these people you've let in. But the worst thing I could ever experience and I never wanted to experience and I never do 
is Kelly coming to me saying, Daddy, you compromised me. Wow. That would break me. Not, not, nothing, nothing would break me. Um, yeah. Yes, that we deal with every day because I just want to keep it simple for me. Mm-hmm. And for him to be compromised on, on my watch, that's something I probably could never come back from. Wow. Now, funny you say that. So, I mean, not funny you say that, but I, my, my ne- what leads me to my next question. You started your own management company. And sure. and, and now, I mean, obviously, the, the, you could see that along the way that that was in the making. That seems like that was a plan all along. So that uh-huh. way, when Kelly went to the NBA, you had total control over what was going on. Right. Right. And uh, I've been practicing for 20 plus years on his friends, mm-hmm. on their, their families. And I've been giving information away for free for 20 plus years. But at first, sadly enough, we don't have a tendency to believe or trust in each other because it is, it's different. It's, uh, it's coming from us to us. But if somebody else were to co-sign it or to throw a dollar behind it, all of a sudden, wow, I'll, I'll go over there and listen to him. Or it seems like he knows what he's talking about where you're just a dreamer. You, you, but you, you were telling it all along. <laughs> the whole time, but it's amazing how on draft night, everybody, you know, realized that the dream had come to fruition. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, the things they, they, they had dismissed to that point really, really was their undoing, not mine. Because I was, I was then who I am now. I'm the same person in the same shell that I was on 12995 when he was born. I've reinvented myself a couple of times, but I'm a man of my word. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I'm not going to waste a lot of time telling lies because I don't, I can't remember the last, if I tell you a lie, I'm not going to be able to remember that. I, look, look, just, just look. So <laughs> I just can't, I'm just not going to lie to you. you know, I'm like, I, I don't have time, bro. I, I got stuff to do and uh, things I really want to get done. So um, just, just that piece, that piece alone, it, it, the, the biggest hat I wear is, is daddy. Mm-hmm. And that's my driving force every day I wake up since 12, 995, the day he was born. And until I, until I'm not here anymore. Yeah. It's just uh, the position I'll have. Cause that's the biggest, I mean, that's, that's, if you strip all of the monetary off the table, I mean, what else is there? Cause a lot of us don't have the means. We just make it happen. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, yeah. Make it happen. No, time, there's, there's no, you can't equate. Okay, yes, time is money in a business sense, but when you get home, time is time. Amen. <laughs> no, that's wow. Time, <laughs> time wow. is time. Now, I, I listen. That that that's good talk. So I mean, obviously, having a son in the NBA is 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 probably you know you know I know Kelly is a great joy to you. How have you kept him grounded through this process? There's so many things that come through NBA players when they get the money, the big contract and stuff like that, and people that come at him. How have you kept him grounded? And, and I know the answer to this, but I, I just want to kind of have you expound on that a little more, if you don't mind. Uh, well, I, I've, I've allowed him the opportunity and to watch me do business at every level. I've allowed him to, to see the value in believing in me to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. I've allowed him the ability to be a child in this process. I've, I've, I've shown him sacrifice. I've shown him, you eat this steak, I'll eat this sandwich. And not coming back and reminding him of it years later. Mm-hmm. 
spending money that I had or didn't have to make sure he had a smile because I had to find clever ways to, to go to the local grocery store to make sure I went through the uh, self-checkout line because self-checkout, a little tidbit, is if you have a job and you have a, a direct draft and you have a debit card tied to that, you could get cash out and it won't tell you card declined even if the money's not in the bank. Okay, but if you go to the, the, the checkout where the teller is and you try to use that same debit card, she will tell you or he will tell you, sir, your card has been declined. Now I stumbled across that one day because I realized the value of cash over credit. And it was all, almost like my little personal uh, loan service. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, 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 but but you know, I'm gonna have to try that. <laughs> yeah, so but if you go to the, the ATM outside, it's gonna tell you card decline. But if you go to the supermarket and you use that debit card at the self checkout, uh -huh. do you want cash back? Yeah, give me 60 bucks or 100 bucks. Here comes the money, it'll just it'll just ding you when you get paid. Yeah, but at that point, I got cash in my hand. Yeah. I got gas, I got food, I got, I got, I got McDonald's money for him now. So, I mean, that's, that's a little something, something, you know, that, you know, oh, that's... like the, the, the grinders know, you know, if they can put that in their little book, put that in your book, you know, because I'm all about solutions-based thinking, solutions-oriented thinking. Mm -hmm. You call me with a problem, I'm going to help you work it out. I'm going to bust my butt to try to help you work it out. And uh, that's what I do with my parents, my trusted advisors and their young diamonds, the athletes information in real time. Um, the transition from uh, college to pro, you know, I know I'm kind of piggybacking, but I'm trying to give you as much info as I can. No, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. it. It Kansas, you know, was a great place. We had five official visits. We only needed one. Mm -hmm. That's another thing. I knew what I was looking at. I knew what I wanted out of the deal. And I had the luxury of having that on the first initial visit because I had done my homework leading up mm -hmm. to that. And, you know, I guess it looked like they recruited him, but we recruited them. Yeah, this is so I've, I've been able to um, one of my uh, former uh, members, uh, Guy Mabry, actually played for Fog Allen. So I was able to, to, to visit and have and see a game there uh, when Bob Knight was there at Texas Tech. And I, I'm a big Duke guy. And I told people I love Duke. Duke is special. But there's there, Fog Allen when they play, you know, Rock, Shock, Jayhawk, you. I love it. I actually, I got, I actually, I got a, a Kansas national championship ball right here. So okay. I got my Duke one up here, but I, I mean, if I, if I wasn't a Duke fan, I, I would definitely, I got a chance to just be there and there's nothing like uh, Kansas and Fog Allen. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Great, great, great institution. You know, and going into that, where else could I have Kelly play as a freshman surrounded by four upperclassmen? Mm -hmm. I had to look at that. Okay. All right. This is something that he could benefit from. Yeah on the court, especially because for the things that he didn't bring, they already knew Yep. and he could fit right in at some point once he figured it out. So like I said, uh, they, on, they may have been on a two to four year program for us, but we were on a one year program the whole time. Mm -hmm. So uh, I couldn't let that be known. So I had to run a little smoke with Calipari at, at Kentucky. And <laughs> sadly enough, a uh, uh, local radio station tried to pit me and Coach Cal against each other because they felt we had opposing philosophies on the one and done concept. 
when in fact, you know, we kind of agreed on the one and done uh, concept and they kind of took a, a clickbait piece. And well, Mr. Uber said that Bill Self won't uh, recruit over you before you're ready or won't kick you out mm-hmm. before you're ready. Some nonsense. They were trying to get traction with it. So, you know, Cal called me and I was like, well, you know, coach, we agree on this. We, we, we talked about this when you visited me. We agreed upon this. So basically, why are you letting those people rile you up? You know, if you firm in your decision making, you know how you want to treat your players. Sadly enough, we're not coming to Kentucky because of the, the, the dynamic of the team was it was stacked already. Mm-hmm. So Kelly would never probably have touched the ball on top of that. He had two people in his position already. So mm-hmm. smart business on my part would be to, well, coach, we love the opportunity. However, it's not a good fit. Yeah. Not for what I want to get done. I mean, I'm not sending him there to sit and watch. Kelly's an alpha male. He's not, he's not, a, uh, he's not a follower. Yeah. You know, and if we look at the current situation at Golden State, it's, it, it was hard for him to acclimate quickly because it was almost forcing him to be in a position where he had to accept being the fifth scoring option. Mm-hmm. Whereas it's hard when you talk to real ball players about that kind of concept because they want to contribute so badly. They do. It's hard to, for me to stand in the corner and watch. So his, his talk track every day is, coach, how can I help? How can I help? How can yeah. I help? Yeah. You know, Steph, I want to help you. I'm yeah. here to help you. Yeah. You know, let's grow together. What do you need from me? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm underserved standing in the corner over here. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But every day, well, you know, team dynamic, Washington was different. Uh, Phoenix was different and Golden State was different. And that is a true testament to Kelly's character and his fortitude. And that's often overlooked because it's easy to see the struggle, but you don't understand what what made the, the, the what, what, what compelled him to this position he's in and the navigation of the waters respectfully. Mm. Respecting coaching staffs, whole staff, respecting team dynamics, whole team dynamics, and still making it happen. You want to talk about paying the power on the fly? Yeah. Woo. So that's often overlooked. And nobody ever talks about that because they don't do a deep dive into it. Yeah. Dig deep when you look at these players. I always tell people entertainment comes at a price of the entertainer. But the bottom line is they have to make it happen every night. They have to. Yep. They have to. Wow. They have to. Wow. Well, I I I appreciate your time. As we close out, kind of give us a quick synopsis. Uh, obviously, 2020 was hard. As we go into 2021, give us give us some 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 pearls of wisdom as we close out and go into 2021. Where where what are you working on? What projects are you in? And, and tell us where where you where where are you. I mean, I know you're such a successful businessman, and I, I want to talk to you again later on beyond this. Um, but I, I'm really really impressed with, with, with everything you've done with Kelly and everything you've done with with marketing and managing yourself and kind of building it up. And so. Uh, true, true admiration um, for you. So I, I do appreciate it. Well, the thing about 2020, I got to be honest, it kind of put me back in the, 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 the post-Katrina mode. Mm-hmm. I mean, once again, like I said, I was in the moment. I was working. I never, I never succumbed to the outside. I never, I understand we're going through a pandemic. I understand things were being shut down, but 
creative ways to get it done had to be implemented here. Mm-hmm. You know, I had friends that were struggling and suffering. Okay, how can I help you? What can we do? Mm-hmm. How can we grow? How can we uh, use 2020 as a, 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 a springboard into 2021? So with that being said, I did the same thing that I did. I did the same thing with them that I did with Kelly. Always giving them the opportunity to realize that I was here to help them. Mm-hmm. And if it meant bringing them back to center to help them tap into what their true power was post pre-COVID, let's still dig into that power now in the midst of COVID and post and after COVID. Mm-hmm. So don't change who you are in your, don't change your core. Okay. The power you brought means that that warm market is still there. Yeah. The thing about that warm market being there, that warm market still may want to talk to you on a Zoom call now, yeah. as opposed to uh, in some setting where you're, oh, by chance you see them, or you're in some, uh, you're, you may be in a conference or something where you're used to seeing them anyway. Sort of like a Mardi Gras in New Orleans with us. We see everybody on Mardi Gras mm-hmm. at a party, and everybody disperses, and we see them next year, same thing. Mardi Gras is no more now. So how do we see each other now? Mm-hmm. How do we click now? And in the business world, with regards to COVID, Zoom calls have become prevalent. Mm-hmm. The yeah. workers are still working. Mm-hmm. I'm still working. I haven't stopped. I've done more work in 2020 than I did in 2019. Wow. You've done it in a different way. <laughs> I'm sorry? But you've done it in a different way. A different way. It's, yeah. it's, it's okay. The climate is changing. Okay. Let me put a coat on. I gotta go to work. Mm-hmm. No, you gotta you gotta break it down to the essence of it. What am I strong in? What do I need work in? Okay. One thing about it is I had a LinkedIn account a very long time, never paid attention to it. You know what? Now it means more to me to look at my LinkedIn account because I see the movers and the shakers still moving and shaking. Mm-hmm. Wow. Whereas those who've been relegated to other forms of media, Instagram, now that never was me. Twitter, eh, never was me. Facebook, I did Facebook like the Russians treated Facebook. I did it because I wanted to peer into the lives of those when they developed their new talk track after Kelly went pro, which shows here that you had no clue about any of these things because you were too busy uh, uh, showing us gumbo pictures and 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 and, and your latest creation, you know, you know, in baked goods. Now all of a sudden you're a basketball savant and. Now we're best friends. Well, no, actually, pump your brakes. I'm doing what I've always done. I just didn't put it on social media. There you go. I see what you've been doing on social media, and now your talk track is changing. So who changed here, me or you? Mm-hmm. I am who I've always been. So <laughs> let's take that into 2021. Tap into who you are. Don't, 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 don't try too, too much to deviate, to become somebody brand new that's going to look funny to the ones who really know you. Wow. Tap into, tap into to, to those business streams like the LinkedIn's of the world. Get off of the Instagrams of the world. That's, that's fun for marketing and that's fine. And, and that, there, there's a valuable piece to those entities that can help promote good business structures for visibility. But when you want to deal and talk to people with, and get information and give information in real time about a specific topic, or avenues or areas that could benefit mm-hmm. to you in the directions you want to go, let's 
bring it back into the business because you'll realize that the workers never stop working. So I think that's the best advice I could give because that's, you know why? Because that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'd like to speak about things I have done or I'm going to do. Not something I read in a book somewhere. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to dig in. Wow. I like it. Wow. No, I, I again, I appreciate the time and just, just great wisdom and pearls of wisdom. Uh, I'm, I'm going to look you up on LinkedIn now. So I can <laughs> please, please. So I can connect with you, but yeah, all the best to you and the family. And just, just, man, I, I can't wait till the book comes out. So I'm looking forward to reading it. Um, um, but yeah, I'm just, uh, but yeah, I, I would love to stay in touch. I appreciate Everest connecting us. Um, but yeah, I mean, all the, all the, all the best to you and, and the family uh, for years to come. I know you're going to be a success because I know you have a plan. And I am going to be or already am, or was always going to be, I was always going to be, you know, and, and, and you asked me, how do you know Kelly was going to be a pro? I'm like, how did I not know? I mean, if I'm going to will something into existence by my own hand to the best of my ability, let's say he was a pro. Let's say he was a professional doctor right now. He's still a pro. Yeah. Let's say he was a pro, a lawyer. He's still a pro. But it's a commitment as a parent. And I'm, I don't want to lecture my parents, my trusted advisors. I don't, I don't like to sound preachy but I like to come from the ground and, and try to be true to who I am mm -hmm. and continue to be so. So at Beast Developmental is how you can reach out to us okay. and uh, do a, a greater deep dive into um, my, um, my concept, my business, and what it means to us now, what it'll mean to us in the future, because we're here, all right? All right, you got it, man. Take care. Thank you for everything. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you. Appreciate it. I appreciate you. Bye.